We're talking about answering prayers. So let's turn to the Bible. I have my lovely wife, my best friend, Sarah. Sarah with an A, no H. Um, go ahead, take it away, hon. First John 3, 21 and, tw- and 22 or just 21? Do uh, 21 and 22. Dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence and we will receive from him whatever we ask because we obey him and do things that please him. So if you guys are taking notes or if you're watching this on a commute home and you're stuck in traffic and you're just listening, go back, um, you know, text these scriptures to yourself um, so you could stand on this and you can look back on this because I, I believe this, is, this will really help you. This will, you know, this will really like educate you in a sense of how this works. I'm just going to go back and do it. Yeah. Um, dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. Verse 22, and we will receive from him whatever we ask because we obey him and do the things that please him. So you see in the scriptures that, first of all, we come to God with boldness. We don't come to God with worry, doubt, fear. Oh, God, woe is me. Help me. I, I, I need you. We don't do that. Right. You know, it's right. like when you were to ask your parents for something, are you hiding behind the couch asking your parents? I mean, I remember sometimes growing up, I grew up in an Italian family. I, I would be petrified of my parents because I think my mom was going to hit me with a wooden spoon, but that's besides the point. And so I would be ready when I ask her something ridiculous. Um, but no, we're talking to our Heavenly Father. We're talking to God, the God that made us, the God that designed us, the God that the Bible says has our hairs numbered, that knows us better than we know ourselves, right? So right. we come to God bold with boldness. Hey, God, Dad, let me ask you something. This is, this is what I'm going through. This is what I need. Teach me. Give me wisdom. Then verse 22 says, we ask because we obey him and we do the things that please him. And that's a key for somebody right there. Yeah. We don't we we do the things that obey we obey God's word. We obey his commands and we do the things that please him. What I wrote this down. What things that please what are things that please God? And I wrote this down. I wrote soul winning pleases God. Mm-hmm. Right? We're doing the kingdom. We are working on advancing the kingdom of God. We are going out discipling people, inviting people to church. Maybe you might not be soul winning, but you're inviting people to church, right? Yeah. You know, you go to a great planting church. A seed. You're planting a seed, right? Um, giving to the, towards the kingdom. I'm a giver. I'm a sower. I'm a tither, mm-hmm. right? I, I, that pleases God. Praying, communication with God, right? Yeah. Studying his word. That pleases God. Yeah. So all these things, we're, we're doing these things. We're, we're, we're learning. We're, we're pressing in. We're speaking. We're, we're soul winning. And then God sees, hey, you're, a, you're being a good child. You know, it's like I remember growing up, my mom would constantly ask me to take the garbage out. But then I decided, well, before she asked, I'm just going to do it. And I would always, I would always like feel a sense of like, you know, pride. Well, not pride, but I, I've always felt proud of myself. Hey, mom, I took the garbage out and you didn't have to tell me. And yeah. she's like, well, thank you. You know, it's like I'm catching up. And then there's a reward for that. You know, maybe it's a little extra in allowance. Maybe it's, a, you know, you know, I get to sleep in and she drives me into school, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. 
We need to do things that please God. And that will help you with answering prayers. If you're stuck struggling with this world where, you know, check yourself. Are you pleasing God in your day-to-day walk? Yeah. Right. Are you pleasing God? Are you or are you gossiping? You're you're back talking. You're stubborn. You're 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 you know doing things that aren't pleasing God. Doubting. Doubting. Are you in fear? Yeah. You know, fear is the opposite of faith, which actually, if you really go into it, you know, God does not want you to fear. It's actually, I'm going to use the word sin. Some people might get offended or oh, that's that's wrong, but. You don't please God with fear. Mm-hmm. You know, you please God with trusting God, having faith, faith in God, yeah. right? So, you know, so we're talking about answering, getting your prayers answered, and pleasing God helps getting your prayers answered. Yeah. Going, going to God with boldness helps get your prayers answered. And I'm telling you, if you, if you start implementing this, if you start you know, taking what I'm teaching you into your own personal life and you, you work, you, you work the word, you will see breakthrough. You will see your prayers answered. You will see a whole nother level. Hey, I'm finally getting this, you know? So, um, key number one, pleasing God and coming with boldness to him. Mm -hmm. You know, you shouldn't be afraid to, to talk to your heavenly father. You should not be afraid, afraid. The Bible says there is no condemnation, even if you've gone so far to the point where I've messed up completely, it's okay. Yeah. It's just come to God. Yeah. He wants to hear from us. Yeah. And maybe that's you right now, that you you feel like I've gone too far. And, you know, the devil will always try to lie to you saying, well, you've gone too far. God doesn't want to hear from you. But listen, you got to decipher the two voices. You have to decipher, hey, is this God or is this, is, is this, is this the devil? Yeah. You know, the devil only has a few tricks and he'll just try to keep playing them off. Right. So, um, that's what I have. Do you want you have anything to add? Um, I like what you said about how it's about coming to God in, with boldness. Um, because it reminds me of the, the story of the, uh, prodigal son. Yes. Go ahead. How, Say that. how he, how he he had to to in order for him to go off the way he did and then choose to come back because when he sat and meditated he realized like even the servants are treated better than this in my father's house yeah so if i can go back and just be a servant i'll be treated a lot better than i'm being treated now that took that takes a, a boldness when you're especially when you're in the wrong you know, if you're living a life that's that's in the wrong and you you, you ha- the enemy will try to keep you there. Oh, it's too late. You've gone too far. You've messed up too bad. Um, the Lord's never going to want you back. The Lord's not going to have blessings over your life. The Lord will never you. use you. The Lord will never use yeah. you. You missed it. You know, all these things that the enemy will constantly try to re- have on repeat in, in your head. When you come to God in boldness and you say, God, I know I've messed up. You know, and just like the, the prodigal son, he came back home and my son, he, he saw the, um, his father saw him from afar and said, yeah. my son's returned. And he, you know, I mean, threw a party for him. Like it, it, God doesn't care how far you've gone astray. That's good. God wants you home. God wants to love you. God wants to keep you protected, keep blessing over you, keep, um, 
have you be in good health. Like God wants all these things for you because he's a good father. And so, I mean, so going off of your point of, of approaching him in boldness is that sometimes we feel like, oh, well, I messed up, so I can't ask God for anything. Like, that's that's a lie from the devil. There's nothing you can do to mess up so bad that God, because God loves, God loves you. God doesn't want to live a life apart from you. He didn't create hell for his children, or that's you know right. what I mean? Like, hell was never created for man. And so... That's one thing that I feel like a lot of people get stumped on is because if they have that time where they backslide or they, you know, go off astray or they mess up or something, you know, that's where the enemy will try to keep you there because he knows if he can keep you there, he'll keep you <coughs> from a life away from God. That's good. That's really good. You know, you've we've all been I've been there when I was, you know, a newly believer and I grew up in the church where. Where like I like I, I constantly would feel like I'm not good enough to speak to my heavenly Father. I'm I'm just not right enough. I'm 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 not where I should be. But ultimately, that's just a lie from the devil. So if that's you, I mean, there's a reason why we're speaking on this. If that's you, know that you are good enough. Mm-hmm. That you are loved. God has a special plan for you. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you'll see you'll see it come to pass if you listen. If you learn, if you're learning something here today, you know, learn taking. If you're taking one thing away from this, take away that God loves you, and He wants to. Do, he wants to help you. Yeah. He's not there in heaven punishing you. That's yeah. not His plan. Um. Let's go to John five, uh, fourteen and fifteen. John five fourteen and sixteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, and we are confident that He hears us. Um, he hears us, whatever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our request, he also knows that uh, we also know that he will give us whatever we ask for. God will give you whatever you ask for. Because why? He hears us. And if you and we're doing things that please him. That's good. Uh, I'll read it again. 14 uh, John 5:14 and we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that please him so I'll take it one verse at a time you know you have to know you have to be fully sold out sold out that God hears you yeah confident I'm confident that God hears me I know when I speak when when I, I I start talking to the Lord, hey God, hey Father. Yeah. I know that there's a direct connection from my lips to his ears. And I know that he hears me. And when I ask for anything that will anything that will please him, you know, I wrote this down. Um God is interested in the kingdom. God is interested in the kingdom. So in 14, when it says, and we are confident that he hears us, uh, whatever we ask for him, whatever we ask for anything, whenever we ask for anything that please him. We got, if we're asking things to advance the kingdom of God, he's going to do it. You know, I'm not asking for my self-motivation. I'm not asking, Lord, fire my boss and make me. I'm not asking that. I'm asking, Lord, Make me the blesser. 
Yeah. Lord, advance me, show me, teach me, do a work in me so I could further the work of the gospel, so I could further get more souls, so I could keep my mind focused on you and I could further advance your kingdom, so I could populate heaven and depopulate hell. If you start praying like that, if you start asking, God, I want to do, I want to be your arms. I want to be your feet. I want to be your eyes. I want to be your mouthpiece. God's not going to be like, no, I don't want you to do that. God's pleased with that. God's like, yes, finally, finally, you're, you're understanding what I've been trying to do. Yeah. You know, time is short, you know, and I think, you know, I'm, I'm pointing all this stuff out, but this is why God loves soul winners. Why? Because we're, we're God's mouthpiece. We're God's feet, we're God's hands, we're God's, we are moving with God. Yeah. And so when you start asking stuff like that, obviously, you know, God, God doesn't give sickness. But if something tries to come against your body, God, this is not from you. Mm-hmm. I rebuke it. Your word says you, de- you rebuke the devourer for our sake. Sickness and disease is far from me. You know, and God makes sure you stay in good health. Because you're advancing the kingdom of God. Amen. God, I need a new vehicle. My vehicle's getting too small. I, you know, I'm bringing eight people to church. I need a new vehicle. You know, our friend Sean's on. Shauna. You know, God keeps promoting you and keeps giving you more because you keep doing more. You keep seeing more fruit because you, you, have, you have, have tapped in to something. You have tapped into God's heart for souls. And so because of that, everything about everything that you do is going to increase. Amen. Everything you do. You know, you're never going to, you know, even as far as work. Sean, I don't know what you do for work, but I feel that you're just going to get promoted. Because you're, you're advancing the kingdom of God and God has marked you with favor. Amen. Amen. I feel anointed right now. Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, we're talking about getting your prayers answered. And I really hope this, this blesses you watching. Um, now, verse 15 says, And since we know that he hears us, when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. God's not deaf, okay? I'm just putting it out there. If something's not getting answered, do a check in your heart. Yeah. You know, check yourself. Check yourself and then uh, give yourself a, what, what did Pastor Daniel always say? Um. A checkup from the neck up. A checkup from the neck up. You know, are you living holy? Are you tithing? Are you giving? Are you winning souls? You know, all these have a factor of your prayers being answered. Are, are you in it for yourself or are you in it for the kingdom of God? Yeah. What are your motives in life? Are, are you just trying to just, to, you know, get people lower on you? And so you could be your own like, you know. Boss. Boss. Something like that? Um, I don't know. I don't know where you're going with that. But like, what are your motives? You keep asking God for something and it's, it's not coming to pass. Why? It's not God. Stop blaming God for unanswered prayers. That's good. Stop blaming God for unanswered prayers. You know, you need to change your, your thinking thinking. Can I say that too? I'm, I'm quoting Pastor Daniel a lot tonight. Praise the Lord. I feel like I just got saved. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. We're talking about keys for getting your prayers answered. Yes, answered. 
God wants to answer your prayers. Folks, if you're just joining us, um, I want to, you know, have you just, when this is over, just go back and, and watch the rest of this because I believe it will truly bless you. Um, and you might learn something, you know. The devil wants to keep you um, in a bubble where you don't learn anything. And I believe if you're hopping on, it's hopping on for a reason. Uh, we want to teach you. We want to show you practical things on, on where you could implement the word of God in your life. And so we're talking about secrets, uh, not really secrets, uh, but keys for getting your prayers answered. Amen. So uh, let's go to Matthew 6, uh, chapter 6, verse 5 through 15. This is like the prayer that the Bible uses to pray like this. Um, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Amen. Yes. <laughs> so um, you need to come to God. Point number two I'm trying to make. You need to come to God with the right attitude, the right mentality. Amen. Let's go ahead, hon. Take it away. Uh, Matthew chapter 6. What verses? Uh, Matthew 6, 5 through 15. Okay. Um, starting in verse 5. Yeah. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth that that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away in, by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are getting answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask Him. You can stop right there. Um, you know, there's one thing I, I want to make sure everyone understands this. There's one thing with corporate prayer in church, but there's another thing when, when you pray by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't need to pray, you know, Father, help me with this. Father, like, don't, you don't need to repeat yourself. God's not deaf. You know, what I said before is you have to come with confidence. You have to come with boldness. You have to come knowing that God is, is in the room with you. Yeah. Just like I'm talking to you right now. Talk as if you were, you know, communicating with your heavenly father and he's sit, sitting, standing right next to you. Dad, this is what's going on. I have a situation at work. I have a situation here. That's what do I do? The Bible says in James that you could ask God for wisdom mm -hmm. and he'll give it to you. Um, so, verse 5, um, then your father will see everything, uh, see everything, and will, he will reward you. You know, God's a rewarder for those who seek him. God's a rewarder. God rewards by answering prayers. That's, that's one way God rewards you, is by you praying, you communicating, you speaking, you, you talking, you reading, you, you know, being obedient to what the word says, you pleasing God. And because of that, there's a reward. There's a reward for serving God. Yeah. There's a reward for it. You know, in this lifetime, you will get rewards. Don't be so like, 
oh, well, my reward's in heaven, and even though I'm suffering a lot, and I have a lot of pain, and I'm broke on this earth, I know God will reward me in heaven. God will want to reward you in your lifetime. Yeah. You're supposed to be a witness. You're supposed to testify. You're supposed to be the blessing. If there's a financial need in your, in your church or a financial need that you know of somebody struggling with something, you're supposed to, hey, I could take care of this. Why? Because I am the son, the daughter of Christ. I have the means. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be that blessing. You're not supposed to like, you know, oh, woe is me. Well, I can't help you, but I'll lift up my hands in prayer and I'll ask God. You know, you don't need to do that. If there's something that you can do to fix the solution, you know, for instance, if you're a painter and you know your church needs to get painted, paint the church. <laughs> Set up with, to have a meeting with the pastor. You know, and they, they, I got, you know, there's this guy that comes to uh, our church and he ha he's, he's a mechanic. He has a mechanic shop. So what does he do? Somebody gave our church a van and he wants to take care of all the maintenance. Pleasing God. You see what I'm trying to get? You see, like, I'm, I'm trying to make a connection. I'm trying to, 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 to connect something with you guys. You know, you know, some people say oh, it's all about money. It's not necessarily all about money, but money is a tool. But also, what has God given you? What is your natural gift? Yeah. You know, I'm not an accountant. Don't ask me to do your taxes. I'll mess <laughs> it up. You know, but if you, if you need someone to, to stand in agreement with you, if you, hey, could you show me where there's something in the Bible? Yeah. Or, you know, hey, could you help me move? Or, hey, you know, could you help me with my, I could do stuff like that. Yeah. You know? That's good. Could you help me with my website? No, but my wife can. <laughs> I could do something like that. <laughs> you know? The body of Christ needs to sharpen the body of Christ. Stop looking for a handout and start saying, well, I could do this. Yeah. I could do this. It's a mentality. Yeah. Don't look for, uh, you know, there, there comes a time when you have to switch your mentality from, to, from receiving to pouring out. That's right. And so a lot of times, especially new Christians or baby Christians, you know, they have to, they have to be in a receiving time season. That's what it's about. It's about receiving and, um, growing. And then there comes a time when it's, when you've had your, you know, you've had your season to grow and you, you know, that the word of God and you know, it's in your heart and then you time to pour out and then it's time to pour out. And that, I mean, you know, in this season it doesn't have to be a year. It doesn't have to be no. five years. There could be a time where, I mean, look at, you know, a couple of the people we've brought to church. They went from literally getting saved to even <coughs> just a few months later already serving yeah. already wants to learn how to be an usher already wants to participate uh, participate so it i you know it comes from from having that mentality change of looking for handouts looking for oh, who's going to bless me today god to god who can i bless today That's right. who can i be a blessing <clears throat> to today who can i sow into today who can i give to today and ultimately what you give god gives back to you and some yeah you know that's why when we talk about giving you know giving is is a key i sometimes i feel sometimes people totally miss out on giving oh well you know here comes offering let me go check my phone or let me go <laughs> log off or let me let me uh pray in tongues or let me you know 
Go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. Giving is a crucial thing because if God says, I can give you something, and, and then you have it, you've been a steward of it, now it's your time to pass it on. God's yeah. like, wow, I see your heart. I see your motives. I see your intentions. You're, you're obedient. Wow, look at you. You no longer think, it's not longer about me. It's about how could I bless you? Or how, it's not about me. It's about you. Yeah. You know, that's why I love giving. You know, well, I was in Costa Rica and I felt the Lord speak to me to sow a seed to, to some young, young kid. I, I, I'm not, he's not a kid. He's an adult. He's like the same age as me. And it was a large seed. And I'm like, well, God, you know, that's a large seed. But my flesh said no, but my spirit said yes. The Lord spoke it to me again. <laughs> I started talking to this young kid, this uh, gentleman, you know. And then I, I, I reached into my pocket. I gave him a Pentecostal handshake. Amen. And I felt the Lord speak to me and to give him a word for something. And the word was, I'll tell you what the word was. God has more than enough. Yeah. And he was about to, there's a call of God on his life. And he was about to give up. He was about to give up and, and, and do something else. And he was believing God for a financial breakthrough. And I came and I sowed that seed. And I felt the Lord tell me to tell him, God has more than enough. Don't stop. When I release that seed, God sees it. And he says, wow, it's no longer about money in your bank account. But it's about the kingdom. Yeah. And furthering it. Now he's telling that testimony. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. He's telling that testimony. He's telling it to his wife. He's telling it to his past. He's telling it to his friends, his family. Maybe when he goes minister, he's telling it. You know, have the mentality is I want someone to testify what God did through me. God used me in a mighty way. And Hallelujah. Amen. So we're talking about answering prayers and how to get them answered. Um, so we're in the book of uh, Matthew. And the Bible talks about in verse uh, chapter six, verse 10 on how you should be prayed. I'm not going to go over all that, but I'm going to talk to you on verse 12, Matthew um, six, verse 12. And forgive our sins as we have forgive, forgiven those who sinned against us. If you have any bitterness in your heart, it's you got to You got to get rid of it right now. Yeah. You can't have bitterness in your heart. You can't have bitterness in your heart. Amen. So if you have bitterness towards anybody, whether it's somebody in your church, whether it's your parents, your mom or dad, whatever, tell the Lord, Lord, I release it. Get that out of you. Because it will only it will only bring sickness on you. It will it will it will cause you to to meditate on the things not of God. It will it will harden your heart. Yeah. You have to forgive those who trespassed it against trespassed against you. Yeah. You're supposed to forgive. The Bible talks about the golden rule: treat others the way you want to be treated. If somebody did you wrong tonight, release them. Yeah. It could have been your neighbor. Maybe your neighbor has a dog and the dog keeps, <laughs> you know, taking a crap on your lawn. Forgive your neighbor. Forgive the your best friend. If it has to do with finances, forgive them. I'm telling you, you will feel a burden come right off you. 
You'll, you'll, you'll begin to have joy. You'll tap into supernatural joy. Mm-hmm. You'll tap into peace. Don't let anybody rob your peace. Yeah. Because that's what ultimately the devil wants to do. Yeah. He wants to rob your peace. He wants to rob your joy. He wants to steal everything that God wants to do for you. Yeah. And you won't get your prayers answered. Ultimately, you will not get your prayers answered because your heart is hardened. You won't forgive your best friend. You don't even know why you fought. <laughs> it's been so long, you can't even remember why yeah. you're mad at each other. So whatever it is, you know, Lord, take that away from me. Yeah. Take that bitterness. I, I, I curse bitterness. You know, because you're ultimately doing harm to yourself. Pray for your neighbors. Pray for your friends. Amen. Amen. The third thing I'm going to say is when you do pray, <laughs> use the name of Jesus. You know, you're not you're not praying to Jesus. You're praying to God, but you're using Jesus's name to to send that prayer. If that makes sense to somebody. You know? Pray knowing that you have Jesus as your advocate. Yeah. You know, Jesus died so we can go to heaven. He died so he was the ultimate sacrifice. And so now when you pray, you that's why we say in Jesus' name. Because it's the only name that God moves with. He doesn't move, move with the name Michael, even though it's a great name. You know? In Michael's name. No, you say in the name of Jesus. Yeah. My my Lord and Savior. Jesus that died for me. Jesus that gave me life that's in my heart. It's only because of Jesus, the ultimate sacrifice, the living God. Hallelujah. We're talking about Jesus. I'm getting fired up, huh? Hallelujah. Amen. When you pray, you pray in the name of Jesus. Sickness come out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Addictions break in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, promotion comes in the name of Jesus. My house is being sold in the name of Jesus. My new car is coming in the name of Jesus. Financial breakthrough in the name of Jesus. You no longer have the heart of the world, but you have the heart of Jesus. Therefore, you could think and move and act like Jesus. Yeah. Jesus did a selfish thing. He died for us. Selfless. Selfless thing. <laughs> he died for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus did a selfless thing. He died for us. He gave to give us freedom. He came so we could have life, life more abundantly. He came so we could do his work. He came so we could be filled with fire and boldness. Jesus yeah. died to pay the ultimate sacrifice. It's only because of Jesus that I'm here speaking to you right now. Yeah. It's only because of Jesus that I'm, I'm set free. It's only because of Jesus that I'm married. It's only because of Jesus. I have everything I have is because of Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. You give thanks to Jesus. You show your heart to Jesus. Jesus, if it wasn't for you, where would I be right now? Hallelujah. Some of you watching, you, you, you've, you've lost focus on what God's called you to do. It's, it's more about you know, being a kingdom financier instead of pushing the kingdom forward. You were once called into ministry and you felt to, to take a step back so you could, you know, look at other options. If God's called you, 
There is no, there's no turning back. If God's called you to, to preach, if God's called you to, to, to for him to use you, and maybe you step back tonight, you come back to Jesus. Because that's your help. Jesus is our help in time of trouble. Amen. Hallelujah. Keys to answered prayers. How to get your prayers answered. And it's all through Jesus. Everything is through Jesus. You, you keep your eyes focused on Jesus. You won't be looking at other things. Amen. You keep your, your heart in the right place on Jesus. You keep your heart filled of Jesus. And you won't go looking for the world to put things in your heart. You're looking for a spouse? Seek Jesus. Mm -hmm. Lord, where could I find my spouse? Put me in the right place. Give me my, my you know, my, my spouse. Holy Ghost filled spouse. You don't want any lukewarm spouse. You want the right spouse. I found the right spouse. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you will too. The Bible says, seek and you shall find. Knock and the doors will may, may be made open. For anyone that seeks, finds. Keep Amen. pushing. Amen. Keep going to God. I know you hear me. I know you want to bless me. I know that's in your plan for me. You have a, a plan for a hope and a future for me. And God will do it. You please God. Please him with your tithe. Please him with your offering. Please, please him on winning souls. Yeah. Go the extra mile. Please, please him. And you'll never be in lack. Amen. You can hold that to me. Well, Mike, I'm in lack right now. Well, have you been pleasing God? Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, this weekend we'll be in New Hampshire, and I have the honor to share, to, to minister, share my testimony, and to do soul winning evangelism. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to sow a seed right now into the kingdom of God, into souls. New Hampshire needs Jesus. I spoke to the gentleman that invited me. And he is so, so excited to have me come, not only to minister, but to train people up to win souls. I'm believing for this month, 30 new partners, mm -hmm. soul winning partners. I'm believing for someone to say, listen, I could afford this much a month and I want to sow it into your ministry. I want to sow it into souls. Partner up with this ministry. You know, ask the Lord where you should sow in monthly. Mm -hmm. and, and do it. Be obedient to doing it. We're going after the harvest here. And like I was saying, by partnering up with especially a ministry that goes after souls, it's just as if you did it. Mike, maybe I can't travel as much as you, but I could surely invest into you. So if that's you right now, hey, Robert, Rob, I don't know why I call you Robert. We'll be seeing you in Canada. Uh, I'm going to be in Canada for two weeks teaching on soul winning, taking people out. You do all that you can do in the natural. And, you, and, and by you pushing 
to get the gospel out, that's pleasing God. The devil doesn't want you to get the gospel out. The devil doesn't want you to give. For those of you on right now, I thank you in advance for sowing. I thank you in advance for partnering up. And I'm telling you, you, you have the right to pray and say, God, I sow into a ministry that wins souls, that feeds the hungry, that goes out of the way to get people saved. Mm-hmm. We had 78, was it 78? How many, how many people? 7,800 people come to know the Lord in Costa Rica. Yeah. Lives were transformed in Costa Rica. And we fed 20 kids. And we, we feed 20 kids. A day. A day. 20 kids a day. With uh, whose ministry? Uh, with we're partnered with Feed the Hungry. Feed the Hungry. So by you sowing, by you partnering, it's just like you doing it.